Hello and welcome to another episode of Teens on the Road, the one and only podcast for full-time RVing teenagers. I'm your hostess for today, Elizabeth, and here with us today is fellow nomad Kayla, our usual hostess. We will be discussing her thoughts on RV living and some of the experiences she's had over the years. Hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, Elizabeth. It's weird being here. I feel like I've done this so many times. You have. So many times. Now it's my turn. We are very happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Now, tell us where you are in the world. So right now I'm in Santa Fe in a little boondocking spot, kind of out in the middle of the nowhere, but really only 15 minutes from town. And we have That's a great nice. view. We have a wonderful view of the mountains and the sunsets here are just gorgeous. And so we're going to be here for a few days. That sounds amazing. Well, if you know me, you know I'm a sucker for sunsets. So anywhere that has pretty sunsets, you can take me there. Yeah, I will enjoy it. Yep. So Is there any your... place that doesn't have a pretty sunset, though? Maybe Seattle, because it's rainy and cloudy there all the time. Good one. All right. <laughs> Can't think of any more, though. Unless yeah, it's really. winter time, then, you know, it's cloudy and snowy all the time it just it happens yeah so what is your family's story so our rv story is basically in 2018 my mom was like i don't know where she got the idea from but she was like hey i want to travel the country in an rv with our children while they're still in the house i don't want them to grow up and us not being able to visit them and so she got the idea in her head in 2018 and so Around, like, 2019, really, we started really focusing on this goal of getting an RV and moving into it. Our first, what we first wanted to get was a Class A, and we had budgeted a million dollars for it. But over time, as we started looking into RVs, we figured we wanted a fifth wheel because we are now teenagers, basically, and need a little more room than just one bunk in a Class A. So, 2020 was sucky for everybody and it kind of held us back a little bit on our plans but then the end of that year we found the perfect rv the perfect truck and the route there the truck you pick up the truck first and then we went and picked up the rig and then we came back down to charleston and it was just all perfect it was completely a god thing and then we took two months to renovate the rv make it ours it now looks more like a house than an rv and we left May 2021 and haven't looked back. That is an amazing story. And I have seen your camper. Like, it is nice. <laughs> it is a nice home. It's homey feeling. It's, it's pretty awesome. That's what we were going for. So what prompted y'all to start traveling? Like, other than just spending more time with your family together before you move out well my spirit and i don't know where she got the specific rv idea but she's always wanted she's loved traveling always we would go on like summer vacations we went on one to like the florida springs we went on one to Asheville. but and you know hotel living can be living out of a suitcase can be pretty difficult and so that wasn't the route she wanted to take she wanted to like literally live on the road and she wanted our house to go with us wherever we went. And so, obviously, the only plan for that would be the RV. 
and for some reason we just needed RV that money could buy and so we have a 45 footer with a back porch and a side porch well the question is do you use the porches oh yes then worth it totally worth it (laughs) and it gives the illusion of more space so the rv itself without the porches feels a lot smaller than with them out just because of what it gets maybe it's the windows extra floor space that you can see yeah probably but yeah they are plus if you could get a porch anybody who's listening if you can get a porch i totally recommend it it may be expensive but like honestly porches just ah, porches something about it just feels really homey yeah really so how did you adjust the change of, you know, going from a house to full-time traveling? So for me, the shift was a little difficult. I had just gone through quite a move and that always sucks. But even, but especially when you're moving away from everything you know, it extra, extra sucks. And, you know, I had been homeschooled for years and I had like a groove and I'm not the type of person who likes to shift my groove very often I wasn't really open to change and so just the constant moving around new things it was good and novel and interesting to me but also it just wore on me and you know it was really until I like was like three four months in and I was just like you know so many people don't have this opportunity and this is actually really awesome because I'm seeing so many things and learning so much that I wouldn't have expected. And I remember my dad telling me that I would be a different person, and I was, like, kind of scared of that because I didn't... I liked who I was at the time. And I honestly am a different person, and I'm... of the changes that this RV life has brought me. That's amazing. I love that. Was there something you thought you would hate but ended up liking? The... moving around I I we were originally thinking to do it for one year so like a state a week but obviously if you're on the road for long enough you know that that is not possible there's just so much to see even in the like quote-unquote boring states there's enough to take up a good and so now it's just like yeah until we find our forever home we're just gonna keep going and so like anything that I would hate I mean that was pretty much it just the changing and the moving around but I've come to really like it and also are way more fun now that we have a groove to them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you mean when you have that like rhythm and routine yeah it helps it helps like at first routine yeah I mean when you're at first traveling then you kind of like are trying to figure out who's doing what everybody's job is for moving and then after travel day you're just exhausted but now it's like we know what we're doing we don't go more than five hours a day just because our rig is so ginormous and so stressful to drive and we don't like getting anywhere at night so that's kind of like our and it's been so much better and travel days are so fun and I get to do school in the car and look out the window and there's something new and you know it's just wonderful (laughs) that's awesome it's great that you love travel days honestly Travel days are stressful. If yeah, you like they, it and you're in a good mood, 
it just helps everybody else be in a good mood. It just helps the mood. That is 100% accurate. Was there something you thought you would like but ended up hating? Probably RV parks, actually. I don't hate RV parks, per se, but they have their pros. But, like, I really like being out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, RV parks, you have, like, a lot of people and, like, a lot of noise. And, yes, you may have full hookups, but, like, that's kind of the only pro. I mean, if you find a really good boondocking spot that's not super far, that's definitely a plot. I think I would like the boondocking, but I have. So it's kind of like a a both. I didn't think I would like boondocking, but I do. And I didn't, and I thought I would like RV parks, but I don't really. So that's pretty cool. Do you have any advice for other teens facing this kind of change? So if it's your first month, two month, three month in an RV and you're still having trouble with the change and the lack of stability. You have to find what stability There's always some sort of rhythm and monotony, even if it's completely, it seems completely chaotic. There is always some kind of rhythm. Like, for us, we usually stay somewhere a week and then travel and then we stay there a week and travel. Unless it's like a full-time families event where we may stay longer we usually stay somewhere a week and then travel and so that's like my routine be somewhere for a week I have that amount of time to get my school done and then I have a travel day to do catch up on school and then your friend schedules too so you just have to work with their schedules whenever you want to call them and you just have to work it out so I guess if you're a little chaotic just find the monotony in your life or I guess the stability in your life be a better word and just soak it in and then also you are partially in control of your day and your stability like before I started getting up early around seven I felt completely out of whack like I couldn't get everything done but the earlier I got up the more I had control and the more I felt better about my life stability there is and really grab it in your hands and cherish it for what it is that is really good advice Man, if if 12-year-old me starting traveling heard that, good job, Kayla. That <laughs> would have helped me a lot. <laughs> well, I hope some get help from that. Me too. So what is a place or experience that you will never forget? Oh, I have a couple. Place-wise, definitely Glacier. I'll probably die before I forget Glacier and even then in even in heaven I'll be like man I wish I could go back to Glacier (laughs) that's just how gorgeous it is I mean we went in September and so it was the time right when the colors are changing and the aspens were like yellow orange they weren't quite red yet that day I will honestly never forget driving up going to the sun road it was so beautiful oh my gosh that sounds amazing. Now I want to go all over again. <laughs> yeah, really. And then another place. We'll do a city this time. Good city. I really liked Boise, Idaho, surprisingly. Because, for one thing, we saw zero litter. We saw zero homeless people. The city was the cleanest city you will ever see. And it almost felt a little different because it was like a capital city and there were like big towers and office buildings and stuff but there weren't that many people there it was kind of weird and also because it wasn't major traffic it was just like 
Boise, Idaho, where you go to chill, even though it's a big city. They had two Trader Joe's there. I mean, it was just a really cool city. And we went uh, scootering around there, and that was really fun, too. That's awesome. And then experience I'll never forget. Probably the teen rally. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. That was that was a righteous time. <laughs> righteous is a perfect word for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it really was. I like before that there haven't been any other teen events. And so it's like you'll get the little kids mixed in and you won't have as many teen events. But like this was so much fun. I mean, we got to do practically everything you would ever want to do as a high schooler in a week and it was just so fun it was so much fun the college tour there was prom we had like Mm -hmm. a teens night out man it was fun and i really hope they do that again because yeah me too the more teens that get to experience that especially if they really want to yeah it'll be great yeah really hope they do it again fingers crossed fingers crossed i'll get to go next time too all right. So, what is your bucket list for the future, or oh, one one awesome thing from your bucket list, like your number one? Yeah, my number one is definitely the Grand Canyon. We were so close. We were ninety miles away from it. We were in Zion, and we had to go all the way around the park because if you have a dually, there's actually um, like a tunnel in Zion. And if you have a dually, then you're too wide for the tunnel, and they have to basically clear out the tunnel and wait for everybody to go through. You have to stop traffic, basically, for your dually, which is, like, kind of funny, but also they don't do it after 6. So we stayed after 6, and so we had to drive all the way around Zion. And we actually just dipped into Arizona, and we were 90 miles from the Grand Canyon, and I'm so salty that we didn't get to go. (laughs) But... I think we're going this winter, and that's somewhere, place that I've always wanted to go. I don't really know why. The desert's okay. Always been my number one, and I'm so, so excited that we get to see it soon, sometime soon. That's awesome. The only time I've been to the Grand Canyon was when I was, like, four, and we were driving through, and there's, like, this one picture of little me, and I think... I might have been younger than four because my mom was still pregnant with my little brother. Mm. Like, it was that long ago. Yeah. But I am very glad we get to do that very soon, too. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Go to the Grand Canyon. (laughs) So where is a place you would never, ever go again? Never go again. Um, I have a couple... I mean, one, probably everybody's expecting this, but Oklahoma City. Sorry, y'all. I have relatives there, so I would go there again, but, like, only for them, pretty much. I mean, other than my family there, there's not a lot that I would do. And then second is probably Salt I mean, it was a nice Oh, my goodness. I've heard about it. But, like, it was just had a weird vibe, and I don't know. It was very dry, and, like, the salt lake there made the atmosphere weird or something so i wouldn't go there again but other than that we haven't stayed in a lot of like bad or shady places so that's the nice thing about traveling is like you get to avoid that's another You're like okay so we don't like this place we don't have to come back we don't have exactly. to live here we don't have to visit again there's no obligation i know it's wonderful there yeah. if you have family there then it's kind of a given but yeah it happens I know. <laughs> So, if you could, 
what would you change about your RV setup? Even though you said it already feels like a home, what would you change? Hmm. I might have my own room. That'd be nice. If I rig 10 feet longer, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be cool. I mean, I don't mind sharing with her, my sister, because, you know, we aren't in here very much anyway, so that's not super bad. Um, I'd probably because right now they just kind of like crowd my closet by my clothes and my closet's not very big so I might have a shoe place because now they're just like shoved in there and it doesn't look very pretty and it it matters to me and it kind of irks me every time I look at it but I have to deal with it are you an organizer oh 100% I have that's that's why (laughs) yes I'm a little I used to be really OCD I've toned it down but even now I'm still like I'd like it to be clean please um yeah I can be the same way I know exactly what I would bring I would have room for all of my books because I have maybe a fourth of all of my books here I have a bookshelf here but I only have like a fourth of them here and I miss the rest of them so much all right so number one you need 10 feet of bedroom full with like I don't know one whole wall for shelves for books and then on the other wall you could have this nice closet for all your clothes to hang up and then on the bottom you got this long storage for all your shoes yeah I don't ask for much do I (laughs) (laughs) no way 10 feet extra on a camper I know we actually saw a camper that was like seven Salt Lake City, which is kind of a coincidence, but it was ridiculous. I don't think that thing moves. I think they just kept adding on and they like permanently live there, but it was super long. It had five slides. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I wouldn't want to move it either. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to get it even in a Walmart parking lot? No. Like you can't fit in a campground maybe boondocking maybe Maybe. but you have such like a long wheelbase that like it would be hard to go over any bumps man that would be crazy (laughs) yeah all right do you have any rv tips or tricks well a couple of my organizational tips are kind of hard to do over audio but i would say uh, fold. That's I think the easiest one is just fold your clothes, because if you shove all of your clothes in a drawer, they're not gonna fit as well as if you fold them. I know it's gonna take longer, but they you will fifty percent more room in a drawer if you fold your stuff. It oh my goodness! Me. It irks me when people don't fold their clothes. Like you have, we will have so much more space for more clothes to put in there if you just fold them. I know, right? My my little brother. He, he doesn't have a lot. He doesn't have a lot of clothes, but he used to shove all of them randomly in the piles that they came in after my parents, you know, already folded them. Here's your clothes. Put them away. He would just shove them in whatever drawer they fit in. Oh, but that just hurts my heart. If you're in an RV, you have to save space. You have to find any way possible that you can save space. And the easiest way to do that with your clothes is just to fold your clothes. Just fold yeah, and with with mine, I have a small closet-like space that I hang my clothes on. Um, some, you know, winter sweaters or nicer shirts. And then with all the rest of my cubbies, 
I roll up my shirts, I roll up my pants, and it makes more room. Mm. And they're a lot easier to get out without ruining the whole pile of clothes that's folded on top of it. I found that it works a lot better for grabbing something, going to change, and you're good to go instead of trying to lift up a pile of folded t-shirts, for example, to get this one underneath. Yeah. And then when you're in a rush, you're pulling it from the bottom and then you mess up the whole stack and yeah. yeah. I've been there. The burrito thing and then make them vertical, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I do. That's cool. With a little a little laziness because they're <laughs> not like perfect. But right now. No perfect but you know, good enough. I heard another trick the other day that's like stuff your decoration pillows with jackets and <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. What? If you love you can just stuff your pillows with your winter clothes and it won't take up a lot of space. What if you want pillows in the wintertime? Uh, you get blankets. <laughs> <laughs> you shove four pairs of shorts in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where you do the winter-summer change-out. You just put the denim in there and make it a little more lumpy. <laughs> it's it's a smart idea not sure how it would work in winter time but Uh, that's pretty cool yeah summer of our beans alright do you have any closing thoughts or questions for me closing thoughts well I just want everybody to know that I love being your podcast host and I wanted to say thank you Elizabeth for recording with me and making this so fun today and for being You're on my welcome. first episode. Thank you for that. I mean, I was the first person you brought the idea to. So, of course, I had to be the first one on it. Exactly. You know, it was like, you're, you're going to make a podcast for teenagers? Kayla, can I, can I be the first one? Can I be the first one? Can I be the first one? Let me be the first one. I'm so excited That's not what this. happened at all. I asked you. <laughs> there. But that was my reaction in a nutshell. Gotcha. Exaggerated okay. a little bit. but Well, you held it back quite well, I have to say. If that's what you were feeling. <laughs> it was over text, so. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. Did you enjoy being a host today? That's that's my question for you. Um, I think it was pretty fun. You know, at first I had to get that momentum going but it's fun but at the same time i think you're a better hostess than me sweet i thought you were a great hostess though the point is not that i'm a great hostess the point is that you're a better hostess oh okay all right i'm not (laughs) saying that i'm terrible (laughs) goodness gracious that's That's true i'm sorry okay Thank you for being my hostess today. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you for being a guest today and for letting me interview you. Lots of fun. Um, yeah. And thanks to all you nomads out there for listening. If you want to be on the podcast, say hi or follow us on social media, check out our link below. And be sure to share teens on the road with your friends. Thanks again for listening and have fun out there.